We got a special guest, Rab. What's up, what's up, man? We got Ivan on the mic. We got Raymond Yo. on the mic. We got Jeremy on the side. We don't have another mic, but I'll be passing him the mic. Welcome back to the Tomo podcast. Tomo, what does that stand for? Tomo is... Uh, Tomo... It sounds good? Nah. Uh, Tomodachi is friends in Japanese, but I cut it to just Tomo because it sounds nice and cleaner and we know the meaning. So, Tomodachi, you're a friend. I've been knowing you since middle school. Yeah. So, I mean, why not have you on the podcast and tell us some stories or what's going on? This uh, was Miss Stockdale's class. There's like seven manuals in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she was hot. Dude, years later, bro, I fucking served her. Really? Yeah. Damn. It was wild because I ran into them at a bar. I think she was with Miss Herman. I'm not sure though. But then, like years later, when we were skating Stern, Miss Herman was over there, and she was like being hella flirty. Like, you remember Nova? Yeah. She was trying to get at Nova like tough. She's like, "Oh, so you didn't go? You weren't in my class, huh? Were you just because he wasn't in the class?" Yeah. Because Nova's what? We're 29. Nova's like 33. Yeah. So he was. She was like, "Oh, because we weren't in her class, so she was after that nigga like tough." Should have. I told him, but he got spooked because she put up. <laughs> and she, she had what that little. She had a black Mustang GT. Dude, I, I mean, uh, these are from middle school, like seventh grade. Yeah. Miss Stackhouse. I had the fattest crush on her. And I'm like, damn. And then she would come and bend over and she had like a little butterfly tramp stamp. <laughs> she had big tits. I'm not going to lie. She really did. Yeah. Both and of them. I think, I think now that I'm older, do you think they're fake? I don't know. I have to see her again. Because like her body proportion made it seem like it was real because she had no ass. Yeah. But really big titties. Like a regular, you know, when you look at pornos, big titties and like the white chicks, yeah. they just fucking like whiteboard in the back and then big ass titties <laughs> in the front. Like, you know? All I know is I could, that, I could not wait for that class to, to just be in there. And I'm like, yeah. Trying to see what was class. it, third period? <laughs> yeah. We had two periods, third and fourth? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I'm like, this is the best. This is the best. Did you get in trouble personally? Just the... Uh, get stayed back or like nah. stay longer in class nah. <laughs> never thought about it like that nah she's she's a nice lady you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's been a long time since middle school uh how you been bro living living life living not even existing bro because like you know i try to tell the homies they gotta live bro yeah. everyone's living day by day because uh, when people talk about my house i'm like bro it's a box i pay money just to sleep in this bitch yeah. i don't even be here hey dude 100 percent. out of out of a month bro so what? That's 40, 80, 160 hours out the, out the month, bro. I'm at work, and then what's that? Two, four, six, eight, forty. So then another forty hours I'm off. So then without that forty hours, bro, I probably sleep maybe thirty hours out that. Yeah. So then the rest of the time I'm just out fucking making shit happen or chilling and shit or then. Yeah. But like, this is for my daughter, my mom's and shit. Like, gotta make sure they're cool. But that's why. Yeah learning about these investments that's yeah. where it's gonna be bro because like i say like i'm giving it the next five years bro before something happens i know we are I, I remember you and uh porno were talking about it yeah porn, I, porno's so doing great bro like yeah? great it was horrible bro because what is the noise got locked up last year so as i got locked up in april uh on 420 and then after that it was probably like let's say i think it was like my second or third meeting with my lawyer we were saying I was texting noise. I was like, hey, bro, are we either going to get shit-faced because it's a celebration or are we going to get shit-faced because I'm going to get locked up? And then I was on a Wednesday, and I messaged that phone. He didn't message me back. And then we were texting in the morning, but he didn't tell nobody that he was taking a trip. So by that Friday or Saturday, that's when we found out. Uh, remember Stephen Leva? Yeah. 
Quico Texas and he was just like, Oh yeah, this will happen to him and stuff. So we looked it up and then that's where we got the link of the Jacksonville and shit like stupid shit, bro. Like a big ass lady was like, Oh my god, how did he think he was gonna make it through there with fifty pounds and whoop whoop and like some other lady was like, Oh, he he must be dumb. Like like what is that? and then in my mind I'm like, Man, y'all are stupid, like, you know, like 'cause it's already done, so it's cool to talk about like Yeah. That was that was a small load. Like, where, you know, and where was he pushing this through? From here to Jacksonville. Fuck. And where did he get caught? Jacksonville. Damn, but someone snitched on him before he left. Ah. Oh. So they let him get on the plane and then get all the way over there and boom. And then, you know, because he, he did everything himself, you know. But that story comes back to a porno. We was over there drinking. I was with some stripper bitch, bro. And we were drinking and shit. And fucking, uh, this fool was faded already, bro. Like something happened with his baby mama. His sister came. He was tripping. And then, I don't know if you know me and porno got in a fight. No, I didn't and know. yeah, it was fucked up, bro. Like it all started over a titty twister. What? <laughs> like for real, that fool came and did that. And I was like, "Come on, man! Ain't nobody playing with you." Not pushing him back. And he got up like, "Well, what's up, dude? What do you want to do?" And I was just like, "Come on, man! Like, what's the deal?" And then this fool had like a sock and shit filled with uh with some other shit, bro. So like he had the sock like that, boom, was trying to hit me with it, being disrespectful. And I'm with a bitch, you know. And I'm just like, "Come on, bro! Yeah. Like I'm with this bitch, bro! Like relax." Well, what do you want to do? And I was just like, "Come on!" And that fool pushed me, being. I was like, "Well, let's go outside." That fool stepped outside, I shut his door, and he kicked his door open. Like, kicked it open and, like, knocked it off the hinges and shit like that. He didn't know that. And, I, and then, like, this fool came up to me. He said, well, what's up? I was like, look, bro, you faded. If you really want to fade, I'll come over tomorrow. And we can catch a fade. I grab my beer or whatever. I leave. And I sit in the car talking to my baby mom. And, fucking, I'm on FaceTime with my daughter. And this fool because I socks on the window. Bam, bam, bam. Bitch ass nigga, you broke my door, bro. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I come out. Mario's there. Chorizo's there. Mario's trying to break us up. And I told that fool, I was like, fool, if you really want it, we'll fight tomorrow. And he's all right. And then, like, I looked away, bro, to, like, get in my car. And that fool slid me. And I was like, I got so mad, bro, because it's like as as long as we've been, I know you were respecting him. As long as we had been friends, bro, that fool should have punched me in my mouth when we were looking at each other. Yeah, we already talked about it, you know. So he slid me, and I went over there, I socked this fool, boom, boom, picked him up, threw him on the ground, and like I knocked that fool. I felt bad, bro, because when I picked him up and threw him down, that fool like stiffed up like immediately, and I was just like, fuck, I was like, why'd you make me do this, bro? And like I slapped that fool to wake him up or nothing, and then came to find out that fool broke his clavicle. Broke his clavicle, yeah. chipped his rotator cup, and uh, ripped the ligament that controls your arm doing this. So we didn't talk for like two, three weeks, bro. And I felt bad, bro, because I was like, my boy lost his job, couldn't even pick up his daughters, just found out noise got locked up. Like, it, it was a lot for me, bro. Yeah, it hit you know, these, a lot. It hit you a know, lot. that was emotional, bro. And I remember when I went by the homegirl's house, and it was like 7, 8 in the morning, I'm all crying. I was like, I just beat a porno, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, this shit ain't cool. And fucking, but it's crazy, though, because after all that happened, like, you know, porno was just like, you know, thank you for that, because ever since then, this has been successful. His weed game is going great. That fool has a grower now. He's down to like, I think six, eight plants and stuff like that. We've been talking a lot of investments and stuff. And fucking, he's turned a garage into what it needs to be. And he's fucking, he's coming up good, bro. Like, yeah. I'm proud of that shit. Like, we took, we learned a couple lessons along the way with that. And then we had sent some packs off. And like, he had friends of some guy. And he learned that, like, oh, well, he was nice. I was like, bro, there's no money in emotions, no money in feelings. You know, like, yeah. I explained to people, like, y'all got friends, I got money. It's a difference. You know, you want to be friends with somebody, be friends with them. But money and business don't mix, bro. Like, never. Like, you know, because then there was a time when we were sitting down talking about numbers and we were both getting heated about it. And I was like, hey, hey, you got your game. I got my game. We're friends, bro. We don't need to mix it. Like, yeah. you making your bread, I'm making my bread. None of our people inter, 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 intertwine or nothing like that. So it's good. Like, let's just keep it how it is, you know, because we was getting to a heated conversation. Like, well, well, I know your numbers. And it's like, it don't, don't pocket watch. Just because you know, like, my, what my numbers are don't mean that's what you're going to get them. That's what makes you the plug. Yeah. Is yeah. is what you get it for. You yeah. feel me? So, so that's what my, my, uh, my Hot 16 that I made for tonight on the radio, I say, uh, I'm the plug and I'm the extension. Like, you know, because it's like, you know, because everybody wants to be the outlet. 
the yeah. power source. That's the plug. Yeah. And then the extension cord, as you see, it got a bunch of plugs on there. Yeah. And that's what gets put on. So it's like, I'm the plug and the extension, you know? And then I try to tell them, I was just like, learn through me a noise. Like, you know, because I caught a gun case and the drug case. I was looking at 10 years. And then that shit got dropped down, cost me about eighteen to 20000 to get my lawyer in to get down from that. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have probation and all this other shit. So it ended up better these three years on fucking walking a thin line. So that's why I'm like, I learned that, bro. I was looking at that. I was like, okay, my first offer was 10 years. Second offer was four years. I was like, okay. 10 years, my daughter will be 18. Uh, four years, she's going to be 16. I was like, either way, that's still too much time. Yeah. So then I was thinking like, okay, school would have been dead time. Now I don't think of it like that. I'm like, within the next five years, I can make something happen. The time I'm taking away from her is going to be cool because by the time she is 18, we're going to spend Valentine's Day in Italy or France. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so the clothes is going to take off. This music going to take off. I'm going to put a lot into my music. So just trying to make it better and being better, you know? Because I got a daughter. I'm trying to be the man I want her to be with because I still ain't him. I'm a piece yeah. of shit still. <laughs> you know, so it's you're, dope though, man. More than a piece of uh, shit. Yeah. You're uh, amazing. Yeah, an amazing piece of shit. Whoever ate me, bro, <laughs> sprinkled diamonds Mr. on Hanky. it. Hey, yeah. if Mr. Hanky could be put on a show. See, but uh, whoever shit me out, sprinkled diamonds on their food. So when they shit me out, I'm still sparkling. I say to tell him I talk about I was like bro Like we got a piece of shit job And we're pieces of shit But be the best piece of shit You could be <laughs> You feel know I me mean? Like cause Cause you know Everyone be like Oh we got this shit in job We don't need to try harder Like nah bro We gotta try harder Like you know We fucking the lowest of the lowest so You gotta be better You know Yeah And then especially coming Like being Hispanic With all this other shit already We already looked down as Fucking As fucking What Trump say Rapists and criminals And thieves and shit so it's like anybody of any type of color still has to come in and try even harder. Like what mm-hmm. Selena's dad say, we got to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans, bro. Yeah, like, no, it's true. Because I really had that, bro. I was working at an almond field before I went all the way deep into trapping. Like I was working at an almond field, bro, working 60 hours a week. And I did that <laughs> shit for like four weeks. And the, both of my paychecks, bro, were like less than $1,000 and I was tripping. So I wasn't white enough to be inside the office with the people in there. And then I wasn't Mexican enough to be out there in the fucking surcos with all the tias and tios and shit. Yeah. So I was out there and like there's one full like fat food colored eyes and shit from Jalisco and shit. I remember his name, Gabriel. And I was out there for <laughs> and I was with some tias and the three tias I was working with all had their body done. They were all thick little tias, but they were like 50, 60. When it was lunchtime, they brought out the comal. They had fucking frijoles de la olla, all kinds of shit, making tacos de mano right there in the field, bro. Like I'm talking about whip the <laughs> yeah. shit out, boom, and then boom. So he come by one day and he see that they serving me. Because they were like, what's your name? I was like, oh. oh. I was like, me llamo Manuel, pero me puede llamar Paparín. And then all of them were like, oh, Paparín, you know? So then he pulled up one time and he seen that. I'm talking about sitting there. One tia is bringing me my plate of tortillas. The other tia is bringing me my tacos. The other tia is bringing me some soda. And he mad because like he been trying to holler at him the whole time. And I've only been there three, four weeks. And I'm already <laughs> sitting in the tree. They giving me shit, wet toilets and stuff so I won't be hot. <laughs> and then after that, that food sends me to go dig a ditch, bro. What the fuck? And this is the time when Tito and Justin are, are working landscaping. So I was talking to Tito, and they were telling me the numbers they were making. And I looked at it, bro, because they made me do a four by four by six foot deep and like 50 yards long. Oh. And I'm getting paid like $14 an hour. And I just talked to Tito and them. And the smaller job that they did, they getting paid like 20 an hour. Yeah. And I'm over there tripping. And the white dude's like, he's like, well, yeah, what, uh, what boss do you know that's out here digging a hole? I was like, if I would dig a hole too, for they gave you a company car, a company house, and a company bitch, I would do what the fuck they tell me to do too. <laughs> and you're getting paid over like 100000 a year? Yeah. yeah, well, you need to get to work. I was like, well, send me home. Do something. I'm talking about I'm texting there, digging a little bit of hole, and then I just put my phone back up, and then I must have got my last paycheck, bro. It was like fucking 880 and then that night I went and picked up, and then I went out, and I made my paycheck, bro, in like four hours. I was like, nah, I can't do this. 
So then that's what just caught me on the way, bro. And I was just like, fuck it. And then made my paycheck a few times the next within that next week. So I was just like, yeah, I quit. Because of my original thing of getting the job, bro, they told me I was going to be in a piece of equipment with AC and a phone charger. Not once did I ever <laughs> see that piece of equipment. Not once was oh, I ever shit. in AC. And then they would try to make me shit in a portal potty that's in the middle of the surco in the sun. Oh, and no. the office is like five minutes away. And they pay people to clean the office. And like, oh, don't go in there because you're dirty. I was like, I don't give a fuck, bro. They got people in there to clean that shit. Like, they got little Maria in there to clean after the white people so they can fucking do that. I can go in there and take a shit in there, bro. Be comfortable. Get the AC on. You want me to shit in a porta potty I barely fit in that motherfucker as Have it is. Have you ever shit in a porta potty in the sun? Like, it's ridiculous, bro. You're in there slipping and sliding and shit. It's, like, it's hot. You're sweating. You, if, if you're in there and you're already mid-shit and there's a fly in there, it's done. Yeah. Or, if, they, done. or if you catch it before they, they clean it. Oh, the this smell. fucking hot box of fucking regret and old assholes, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, it's like you, like if you got all the theas in there, you taste like you could taste their fucking ass and shit, bro. It's like you never disgusting. At, yeah, you never look at anyone attractive out there. Oh fuck no. You go in there, bro, and then you try to put your shirt over your nose, and then it's already hot, and then you're breathing in your hot air with your sweat. And then shits in the, the that air now. Yeah, and then they would get mad, bro, because I would go and I would leave the door open. <laughs> They'd be like, close the door. I'm like, fuck you. We look away. <laughs> like come on Like that little bit of breeze bro Was helping Like you could Boom instantly Like 15 degrees hotter Bust that bitch open Be cool bro And they were like Oh que haces Que haces like, No me mires way And those fools just You know They were, they were trying to bring the boss To tell me something And then like Pa que haces I see And I was like Fool you know how hot it is in there I was like I know your big ass Don't go in there Cause that fool was like 350 bro Big ass old Mexican dude And then it's funny Cause uh he was all belly, like, you know, them, them cast that word in pants underneath it. Yeah. And he had his button up and then his shirt just to right here, chest air out. He thought he was hot shit because he was, like, light skin and colored eyes, you know? And then I pulled up and I got the tias and then he wasn't having it. So that's that's the last job I had. And then I was going for a cool, like, four years, bro, three, four years, living nice. Everything I saved up, though, paid for my fucking bail. That's good. Lawyer. So I made, I went to zero, but I didn't go to negative, like, speaking in stocks. Like, you know, I didn't get none of that shit I saved, but... Kept me out of jail. Mm-hmm. If I went to jail, it would have been negative. I would have lost his house. A lot of people, like, depend on me and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but other than that, I learned my lesson, bro. I'm, I'm investing in the clothes, this music. Like, after this, I'm going to go buy a fucking $1,000 interface, some $300 headphones, and then hopefully get that shit going. Mm-hmm. For, I got those monitors for 100 bucks. If you look them up, they're 100 bucks to, like, 200 each. And then fucking the headphones I got right now, I got from a smoker, too. I didn't know I was picking them up from a sober living home. And he was like, yeah, fool, they're fucking Bluetooth. Was old Cholo for his barely. He's like, yeah, fool, I just got out, dog. I need like 20 bucks for some fucking cigarettes and some ho-hos. I was like, I got you, dog. Don't shit. So I pulled up with cigarettes and some ho-hos and a dub for him, you know? And then I pulled up where I had a sober living and shit. Full socks are hella high like yours. So down as fuck. So. <laughs> bro, speaking of that, you made it onto the, the page. Yeah, fool, I was mad, bro. This fool did not tag me. I think my my post on the Foods Gone Wild got like ninety thousand views. Oh hell no! Yeah. No, I, I think you got you made it on their page twice, like once with your music and then like the other one with. Uh, oh no, that was with the food community. Oh, okay. The food community is actually a little dude from the Bakersfield. Yeah. Really? He's he from to, the East Side. He used to cut what? My, he used to cut my hair. What? He's from Marvin's, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, at first where I met him at, he was at the one right here by um. Right there by the T-Mobile, and uh, there used to be a Yoshinoa right there. I don't oh, know the, uh, he was at Alex's. No, 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 no. I don't know what it was called. It was called the Barber Tool Shop Box. Something like oh, that. okay. I met him there. I was cutting my. He was cutting my hair one time, and then he was. T- we were talking about music. He's like, "Oh, you do music?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "What's your What's your Instagram?" And then he followed me, and I followed him. I was like, "What the hell?" I seen his account. I was like, "Dang, bro!" I was like, "You're pretty." You know, I was like, "You're big." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Send me your stuff. I'll 
you know, I'm nah, yeah, that fool stuff. hooked me up, bro. He was cool, but he's, uh, he's, bro, his account's huge. That fool's that fool's at like 300k now and shit. George Lopez follows him. Uh, what there, the hell? Of, there's a lot of big artists. Big, he's he's because what it is, bro. Yeah, Fool's Gone Wild is run by white people. Really? Really? Yeah. There, there's like the like one of them. I think is from Santa Rosa or Santa Maria. The other one is from like Oklahoma and shit. The graffiti artist I think is from over there. The Mike DMS. Those their waifus, bro. So it's like they're bringing a, a lot of notification to our culture, but at the same time, it started off as a roast. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, but it's crazy though because it's like they say all this shit about us, but they're not lying. Yeah. It would have been different though if it was like Mexicans talking about Mexicans, but the fact that it was like white people doing it. You know, that's why some people was burnt about it. But it's like, you can't be burnt, bro, because they're one of the hugest outlets. I remember following Foods Gone Wild when they barely had, like, 10,000 followers. Damn, putting man. people on, bro. Like, yeah. putting people on to it. Then it's the Foods Gone Wild, the Foods Gone Wild food community, uh, 444 Vibe, uh, JMB Visuals, a fucking Modelo Hour. And all these foods, like, the least account has, like, 20,000. Hey, that's still a come up, though. Like, yeah. To get your music out there too. Oh yeah, I'm doing that. But I the the few times I've I had paid ones. So now with all these next ones, I'm like I'm cool, bro. Like you guys gotta put me on. Like I'm cool. Like if y'all ain't fucking with me, if to fuck with me, I'm good because they be putting anybody on, bro. Really? For like fifty bucks, bro. You can say some bullshit and <laughs> you on there, you know? Because then I'm cool because the internet ain't nice, bro. Yeah, the my first TikTok video. Yeah, my first TikTok video, bro. I, I made like five hundred bucks before work in like thirty mm-hmm. minutes, and I went and flex real quick. I had a little eight-year-old. What's it feel like to be broke? Then this other little dude's like 10. He's like, look at this broke boy. Tagged his other homie. His other homie's 11. And he's just like, oh, shit. He must still live with his mom. And I'm like, what the fuck? I go check their pages, bro. They're little-ass kids. And I'm like, fool. They're calling me broke, texting on the phone that they mom pay for. And the other little dude's like, what's it like to live with your mom? And this fool lives with his mom. Like, <laughs> I was like, fuck. That, it, like, it, it kind of stopped me from using TikTok, bro, no, for no, like a TikTok month. No, no, TikTok is... It could be either such a crazy, violent community with, like, comments, or it could be so loving. Exactly. For, like, three videos later, like, I just, I was, like, uh, I was taking painkillers because I just had surgery. And fucking, uh, I was, like, okay, let me see what pill-popping songs come on. And I worked one, and it's just, like, uh, swallow all the pain all the way. Yeah, I'm still popping. So I popped it, bro. And then, like, I got, like, five, ten DMs with, like, little dudes, like, hey, man, like, you don't have to do that stuff, bro. Like, <laughs> it's not good for you, bro. Like, you know, if you need anybody to talk to, I know you don't know me. And I was just, like, okay. Like, this is the, <laughs> I've seen, like, both sides. Because I'm talking about, bro, like, eight, nine-year-olds just talking shit to me. Wow. Probably never even seen 500 bucks. Like, what's it like to be broke? <laughs> I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just like fuck, dude. And then fucking, then I post the thing, and then they're like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "No, nah, bro, it's just my medicine. That's it's just regular painkillers, bro. Like they're just two of them. It's not like six or nothing, yeah. you know." And then the dude's like, "Yeah, bro, but just don't do that, man. Like if you once you run out and you don't need no more, don't take them no more, bro. Like God loves you, man. You don't need that." And I was just like, "For sure, bro. Thanks." So it's like I've seen low key both sides of it already. I was just like, "Damn, that shit's so crazy." That's funny. What's it like? To- <laughs> this, they're disrespectful, though, bro. Yeah, definitely. Especially nowadays. What's up? What you want? Why? What you need? About what? Come here, talk on the mic. Alright. Okay, I love you too. <laughs> Kids, bro. Like I, I said, if y'all could wait to have them, wait as long yeah. as you can, bro. Oh, yeah. I, tell, I, I do my best to tell everyone that's a close friend. like, And this is out of like just personal experience if you if you if you plan to like be business and like have a lot of things to do in your life you can wait because if not you're gonna be feeling sad all the time bro it took me like what to say we had my daughter in 2012 
we moved in together that's 13 14 this ain't nothing bad on my baby mom she's a great girl great amazing mom everything we're cool as fuck now bro but when you hear you're a piece of shit every day for like a year and a half you believe that shit like right now i'm glad me and my baby mom is cool and like we don't have conversations like what we talking about she be talking about my girl and her man and shit and i be telling her to have another kid and shit and she be telling me so it's like we're at a point where it's like super cool bro because i feel like she finally don't care what i'm doing because yeah. for the longest i didn't give a fuck bro like you know you could tell she's like oh you always want to be out of this like don't worry about what i be doing on my week when i don't got my baby like you know that's that's our conversation right now is like you have seven days with her spend your seven days with her mm-hmm. you got a whole seven days to do what the fuck you want but the cool part is, is like the kids is going to get to a certain age where they can pick and choose. Yeah. So it's like you right know. now. You know. So right now, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I'm not saying this to my baby mom and shit, bro. But like she went out a couple of weekends ago or something. And my daughter was like, why you always leave me? And this, 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 and this. Like, just promise me this. And I'm just like, cool. I ain't got to do it no more. Like, you know, because like it get me mad, bro. Like when I find out, like she get babysit by someone else. I'm like, fuck, you just give her, shoot her to me, dog. Like, you know, I'd rather spend time with my daughter than have her be with her cousins or, but then again, I can't be a hater because she got more family with her. She got what? Her cousin, so she got Jay, one, two. She got like five girl cousins over there. They're all within a year or two of each other. Yeah. And over here, it's just me. My other niece is 16. My other niece is going to be six. And then the little baby. Mm-hmm. So there's no one like for her to play over here. So when it's over here, it's like she's a fucking only child and shit. But when she's over there, there's like more kids for her to play with. But that gets tiring for them. Oh, yeah. She she be coming back talking shit about them. Like, yeah, they be wanting to do this and they want to do that. And I just don't be wanting to, dad, and this, this, and this. And I was just like, well, shit, you know where your room at? Pull up, man. Like, come on. Because <laughs> for a while and shit, too, she would get embarrassed when I would take her to school. And she's Because like, at first it started off like a walker all the way to the line. And then it had to be like, okay, dad, because she goes to Harding. So I could walk her all the way down to the blacktop for that three-stair. Yeah. Walk her in line, stand in line when the teacher come, walk up to the class, go to the classroom, give her a hug and a kiss. All right, babe, have a good day. Then that was kindergarten. No, that was TK. Kindergarten made it halfway. Then halfway through kindergarten, I had to stop at, like, the water fountains after the first dip. She told you? Yeah, she was like, dad, you could just stay right here. You don't got to go all the way. I was like, why not? She goes, just don't. I was like, okay, whatever, dog. So then we go, and then we make it a first grade, and fucking... Beginning of the year, I have to stop at the fucking where the office is at. She's all right, Dad. Right here's cool. I got it. Cause she would run into her little friends while Dang. we're walking up the stairs, and she was like, she's breaking my heart and shit. And then she goes, uh, "All right." Then in the middle of the year, I make it only to the eight stair, to the oh. handrail. She goes, "Dad, I got it from here. It's cool." And I'm like, "Why? What's the up?" The attitude too. Yeah, she's like, "I got it, Dad." I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" And she goes, "Yeah, how many other kids do you see their dads walking them down there?" And I was just like, "You want to know a secret? Them motherfuckers ain't got no dads." <laughs> <laughs> Feel me? I was just like, come on, like that shit ain't cool. Them motherfuckers don't got dads. That's why you don't see it. I was like, you're lucky, dude. And she's like, no, dad, they have dads. And I was like, whatever. And then one day I went to, uh, one week I went like three, four days in a row, bro. Bought her Jack in the Box, bought her uh, Panda, fucking uh, Camarón Empanadas and shit like that. And so, so she be eating lavish, bro. And then I bought her fucking pozole and shit, and we're eating there. And then one of the little kids are like, dang, your dad comes all the time. And she's like, yeah. And then that shit just started everything, bro. One kid's like, well, yeah, I haven't seen my dad in like six years. Another kid, well, I don't even know my dad. And then the other one's like, yeah, well, my dad's in the army. He does this. And the other little boy, fucking happy as fuck. Yeah, my dad's in jail. He's cool, though. He'll be out in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> no. And then after that, I told her, I was like, did you see that? And then there was some other one. And then, like, it, it was crazy, bro, because, like, then one little boy was like, do you know my dad? I was like, no, nah, I don't. He's all, his name's Michael. I was like, oh, well, he's probably a nice guy. He's all, I want you to beat my dad up. And I was just like, fuck. So I went Wait, home. what did he say? He said he wanted me to beat his dad up. So, like, after that, bro, I, like, left lunch, and I was chiefing, and I was sitting there, and I was like, this little dude told me to beat his dad up for a reason, bro. Like, that fool's dad must, like, do something to him, bro. You That's know, like, so either be mean to him. So, I was, like, sitting there. So, like, every time I come, bro, like, I would hook that foot with some chips or something. And, like, that was, what, first grade? She's in second grade that right now. That breaks my heart, dude. Just bro, because he was just, like, 
He's like, beat my dad up for me. And I was like, why, dude? He's probably a cool guy. He's just like, yeah, it's yeah, just beat him up. If you ever meet him, his name's Michael. Just beat him up. And I was just like dumbfounded, bro. I was like, what the fuck? So then I went and I was sitting in the car rolling a blunt. And I was just thinking like, fuck, I'm going to really have to beat this fool's dad up. Like, <laughs> you know, because I was like, because he never got picked up by his dad. He would get picked up by his mom's, you know, because I would get there to school like 15 minutes early. Because like, this is when I was chiefing a lot. So I always had needed time to chief. So I'd pull up. She gets out of two. I'd be there like at 120. Blow a blunt with the windows down. And then fucking, like, be done by 1.30, 1.35, and then just be chilling there for 20 minutes. So I'd watch everybody coming. Like, you know, I'd be just scoping it out. And then that was dad never came to pick him up. So I was just like, fuck, like, you don't know how lucky you are, dude. And then she tried to ride the bus one time. I was like, fool, you know, I'm going to go into go grocery shopping on the get bus. See how you like that. So I was like, fool, because we went on a school trip. And there she was like, dad, the bus is so cool. It's not. I was like, I try really hard for you not to be on no bus. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, man, you'll know what it's like losing watermelons and shit, like forgetting <laughs> shit on the canasta when you get into the get bus. Like, I'm like, come on, girl. I work hard for you to fucking. So you took her on the bus ride? No, nah, we went on the school bus. Oh, the school But she's bus. trying to get on the get bus. Did you ever let her get on? Nah. Cause crazy people on the bus sometimes, too. That's what I was going to show her, though. But then I thought about it. I was like, fuck, like, what if we get to the destination? And then I really got to wait for the bus to come back to get home. And then we got to walk a little bit. You know, I didn't get fat from fucking walking around and shit, bro, you know? So <laughs> I was like, fuck that. And then she still be trying to. So I'm like, man, you're going to learn. I'm going to take her one day. Damn. They, these kids don't know, bro. They got that shit easy. But those, are, those are some valuable lessons you're, you're, you're offering, you know? You're, you're setting up, so. I'm trying to set the bar so high, bro. Like I said, I fucked enough girls with dad problems, looking for love in all the wrong places. Like, I be telling bitches, I be like, bro, like, When's the last time I talked to you? Last time we hooked up, and what happened? You just sucked my dick, and I left, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I didn't even spend more than 15 minutes talking to you, right? Yeah, so then why do you still hit me up? What's wrong with you? Why do you do that? It's just, I'm like, dude, you're dumb. Like, you know, I'm telling this before they suck my dick, bro, and they still suck my dick afterwards. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's crazy because I get, uh, I get something from them because I'm so honest to them. Yeah, and like my dad moan don't don't turn off, bro. I see these girls fucking lost and shit. And I just look at them and I just I be telling them, I was like, I pray my daughters never like you. Look them in their eyes, bro. I was like I can see that emptiness and pain in you, bro. Like I just hope my daughters never like you. Like what do you mean? I was like, yeah, because like we hook up and shit like that. But like the 15, 20 minutes I'm around you, I give you genuine genuine feelings and emotions. I hear you out and I listen to what's wrong with you and I try to give you advice and advice on it. But you can't give advice to everybody, bro. That shit's draining. Yeah draining bro like really you know is. everybody like I, I quit responding to a lot of text messages because it was never like a lot of people don't ask what's good they love asking what's wrong and then when they be like what's wrong why there's nothing you can do to change it I just want to know nah you, you you just using that for energy for the next time you see me or something to have something to go against me like that's why I quit opening up to a lot of people bro because then they'll be like, oh, well, you know, you have problems because of this or because of that or something. Against an argument. Be like, yeah. To fix you. Yeah. And they'll be like, that's why your mom left you and shit because this is how you act. I'm like, bitch, like, what do you mean? Like, you know? And that's why, like, with the whole thing of uh, when I got locked up, it's because some little bitch was like, oh, well, I'm going to change you. I could fix you. I was like, I don't want no girlfriend, no nothing. She goes, no, I got you. I'm going to be the one to change you. And this is, look it. She got mad and fucking didn't change nobody and just ended up being dumb and fell in love with me and some more shit. And I would tell her, like, dude, I'm cool. Like we would we would hook up and shit, but I wouldn't even kiss on the mouth and shit. I would just be like, "So, so you gonna get naked? <laughs> you're so you're so you're so dumb. <laughs> so you're not gonna get naked? Like I am, but I was like, okay, cool. And then boom, just start smacking, you know? Because <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm not. Emotions are horrible. 
They are crazy. Like, let's say, for example, with Shorty, bro. Because I don't fuck with him no more. He's a bitch-ass nigga. Shout out Shorty or Mark. But uh, <laughs> he's a Mark, bro. Like, What's a Mark? Please explain it. Uh, fucking Google it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, bro. It comes back from like uh, like the old days. Like Mark, Jive Turkey, you know, like old school sayings. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know, bro. We had to fell out of our money. And, you know. It's it's all bad, but anyways, it came back to the thing where this fool was hooking up with some girl, and I was like, "You can't be hooking up with hoes, bro, and then want to hug them. Like that's gonna make you, you know, like you you gotta fuck a girl and leave, and then that's never gonna blur the lines. If you're fucking her, she knows you're gonna fuck her, and that's it. Was that like I say, bro? Like there's girls like just damaging, bro. Like I would hook up with some girls and shit, and they would have their kids there. Like I remember I smacked one of the homegirls' moms and like her brand new little baby was in the bed. I was like, Are you serious? She goes, Yeah, it's cool, he's asleep. And I was like, Uh, it's not that cool. <laughs> like, you know, I got hit a little bit and I was just like I'm just looking at little cuz he didn't like little ass baby in his pamper snoring and shit. I'm just like, Oh no, like I've been in some fucked up situations, bro. Yeah. Like I've I've yeah. I've bought in juices and candies and shit so that I can fucking smack their mom real quick. <laughs> like like I'm saying, bro, before I had my daughter, I was a fucking piece of shit and horrible. My daughter's changed me a lot, like, you know, because yeah. now I'm thinking, like, fuck, like, I pray she's never one of these girls, bro, like, you know, because yeah. these girls don't have dads, they're looking for love in all the wrong places and shit, and I'm just like, fuck, that shit's just horrible to see the, to see, to see the eyes, bro, and they're lost, and, like, I always know, bro, because you always get that first, I fucking hate you, and it's like, you really don't, you like me a lot, that's why you're saying you hate me. And then when you give them that one hug and they hugging you from the waist and they're just looking up at you and you're trying to leave and your arms is already off and you like leaning back and they just have that look at you, that's when I stop talking to girls, bro. I'm like, okay, you 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 too far in because I'm not feeling what you're feeling and who am I to keep leading you on, you know? Yeah. And then you, these girls think by being honest how I be like, I don't want that, I don't want this, I'll change you. No, I'll be the difference. It's like, okay, hurt your own feelings then. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you were honest. And they think it's like they're lying, bro, because they're so used to dudes lying to them every day. And that's where I, I win and lose that because I'll be so honest that they think I like them because I'm being so honest. And it's like, no, I'm being extremely honest. I don't want that. I just trying to, you got a big butt. What's up? Like, you know, <laughs> like for real, like that's just so wild, dude. Shout out to the girls that are lost. Hopefully you guys get found one day, dude. Jeez. Like when, when Scarface say it's all in the eyes, Chico, it's all in the eyes, bro. Anytime you meet a girl, you can tell by the way they look at you. Like for real, it's like that shit is so crazy. Anger eyes. There's so many versions of eyes, bro. It's ridiculous. It's scary, dude. Like, cause you can tell once they like you and shit, and it's just like, bro. I used to push the limit to see what I could do with certain females, and the shit they would let me get away with. Ridiculous. What's one of them? I smashed some girl's cousin at her house, and then told her about it, and she said it was cool. What? Yeah. Huh. Cause she's like, yeah, she's she totally passed it off of me and put it on her. Well, she's a hoe. What do I expect? And I was just like, I should have said no. Well, no, look at her. You know, she's a hoe and she probably did all this. See, I was like, you're saying she raped me. I'm just saying, you know, you you couldn't you couldn't you know. And I'm just like, nah, I feel like I did that on purpose. And I stopped talking to her. She goes, why would you stop talking to me when I let you do that? I let you disrespect me like that. And I was like, I was like. <laughs> Like, it's so backwards, bro. I'm just like, damn. And then that's when I started, like, sliding back because my daughter got it older. And I was just like, this is so crazy. That is really – do you believe, like, it's true women like bad guys? In a sense, yeah, bro. Because you can be a super nice dude and be everything for them and shit like that. But I'm not going to say necessarily bad guys, bro. I'm going to say, like, putting them in a place. 
Like, because you can be a, you're a very nice individual, a very nice guy. But when a girl gets to a certain amount, bro, she don't want to be with a guy that she feels she can walk all over. Yeah. She has to be put in a certain position, in a certain place. So it's like, you know, some uh, shut the fuck ups and shit like that. I'm not saying it's, you know, good, but it's like, it show like, you know, like they say, being a man is being a man, bro. Like, whether it's to female or male, bro, like, it's a level of respect. That's how I see it, you know? Like, I was, I'm raised by women. You see how many women are in my house, bro? Like, mm -hmm. I'm raised by women, and I'm raised to not be disrespected by man, girl, cat, dog, none of that shit. Don't put your hands on me. Don't speak to me like you're crazy. Like I say, everyone's just open to an opinion, and you can say what you want to say, but watch what you say and how you say it. Yeah. You feel me? That's why, like, when it comes to this music, like, I don't really put a lot of, like, emotional music out. Like, the song I just, I'm going to release, like, it works out because I'm doing it. I wrote it from a personal place. But I wrote it for people who would feel that way, who wouldn't have the courage to say it. Yeah. So I'm leaving it open for criticism. But I'm not tripping off the criticism because it's not made for the 90% of people that are going to hear it. It's made for the 10% of people who stumble across it, who've been hurting themselves, who've been in a dark place, and who've been places. So I'm sacrificing my image and myself for those people. Versus yeah. the rest of the shit that I do is all trap shit, hype shit, you know, fuck a bitch, get money, woo woo woo. That's regular life. You know, but not too many times do I uh, step into my feelings or my emotions. So it's like if I do a song about emotions, who are you to critique how I felt? Yeah. Oh, he should have did this here and did this there. Well, it wasn't working with how I was feeling, dickhead. Like, you know, because <laughs> they want to be like, oh, well, you know, everybody got something to say, bro. But never touched the mic, never touched the mouse, never even opened up Fruity Loops, Pro Tools, none of that shit. Right here, you should have added some. Doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> Over here, you should have added some. <sighs> and then that would have been hard. I was like, oh, well, let me hear some of your music. I don't have no bro, but I'm just saying like on this part, okay, I'm trying to hear what the fuck you're saying. Like I, I used to get that uh, from Tito when Tito was working out really tough and he would be like, okay, oh bro, you should do it this way and do that way. And Tito would check the dude out and he goes, yeah, bro, your body's misproportioned. I don't want to look like you and I don't want my body to be like you. So I'm not going to listen to what you're saying. Wow. Damn. And I was just like, okay, I feel that bro. So it's like people who want to tell me stuff. If you're not in a position where I want to be, I'm not going to listen to you and pay attention to nothing you fucking saying. <laughs> so as soon as you start talking, I'm going to cut you off. I'm like, okay, what's your credit score look like? Okay, how many baby mamas you got? What kind of car you drive? What kind of house you in? Okay, I don't care. Do you own your house? Are you on your way to own your house? Okay, I don't give a fuck about what you're telling me. Nothing you're going to tell me is something to learn about. None of that shit. <laughs> you feel me? Like, there's only certain things, like, there's the, the certain leaps I can't take. Like, when it comes to being, like, my daughter and certain money moves for that, I'm like, I can't make that, I can't make that risk right now. Like, for me to lose it all right now and be something and then, like, put her life in jeopardy or, like, our, our well-being, I can't do that. But everything else, bro, I take that risk. Every leap, you know? So I'm like, it's cool. But, like, for me to, like, like I told my mom, so I was just like, you see all these crackheads walking around? They look so happy, dude. They just, like, dead ass, bro. They just walk around. They're so happy being dirty and shit like that, pushing around the fucking canasas with recyclables. But their whole mission for that day, bro, is to make enough money to get high. And ten times out of nine, they got high. And why yeah. was that, bro? Because they spent all day focusing on that one mission. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, damn, so if I quit my job tomorrow and I treated chasing music like tracing a fucking tweak habit, there's no way I cannot have it. But I'm not in the position to quit my job and go be a fucking meth addict for music. Yeah. Because if I quit my job today and I spent like the next six weeks every fucking day chasing music, after them six weeks, something has to happen. That's true. But... Is it going to be something that I want to happen with me spending, uh, taking time away from spending with my daughter? 
you know so that's what that's where my thing is at my push and my shove because it's like i got the week that i don't have it. the week that i don't have it, bro. i'm going strong i'm working I'm doing music i'm doing features i'm doing all this but like i say bro i'm not a rapper i don't do i'm not that i'm a fucking grown-ass man who takes care of shit every day i'm a dad first a fucking provider second and then everything else is third yeah so that shit's hard for me because as i say bro like 10 percent of my life is this music shit it's not even like a half of my life, a third of my life, none of that. So that's what I was saying, bro. If I fucking treated it like if I was on meth and being successful was my fucking drug and I was down to be dirty and grimy every fucking day until I made it there, it would happen. Yeah, I yeah. believe you. You know, so it's just like that's where I've been at, bro. Le- legit, I've been thinking of trying to be a smoker. But for music, yeah, I look up to Dennis Rodman. One of my people I look up to, which is probably sounds horrible, is Charles Manson. What? Horrible, Explain. bro. Just because of his way to, in a sense, bro, everything we do is manipulation. It is. That's true. Everything, bro. He, like you said, he never killed nobody. He never touched anybody. But he had these people in love with him and infatuated by him that they did this. Same thing with Hitler. Hitler's a fucking horrible person, bro. Hitler never made it as an Austrian person, never made it in this and never made it in that. And he ended up killing the most people by having people do it for him. Same thing with Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar started as wanting to run for mayor in fucking in Colombia. And they were trying to wonder how he did it because he only had like three or four taxis making over a million dollars a fucking week. And they try to down him and diss him like, oh, you're dumb. There's no way you could do this. And we'll do it. weeks later, that fool has all those politicians' daughters kidnapped, telling them, to, telling them that they're going to kill him and shit. And what does he want? Just an apology from him. That's crazy. Like, imagine, bro, you have someone come in here, you just call on, you're fucking stupid. Because you might see how Pablo dressed, bro. He wasn't nothing, flashing none of that shit. Oh, you're fucking dumb. You'll never be nothing like this. You'll never make it. And then, where the fuck's Mary? Get a phone call. You remember, remember me, dog? Call me stupid <laughs> and dumb. Just tell me you're sorry, dog, and I'll give you your daughter back. Dad, dad, uh, like, yeah, that's your daughter, food. Like, what's up, you know? So, yeah. It's just wild, you know? Because all these people who are bad within their badness, like, there's some shit you can get to learn out of, bro. Like, like Hitler, he wanted to be a fucking uh, military person, all this other shit. He was flat-footed, couldn't do nothing, and all this other shit. And then, like, his whole, like, that arm shit started from, like, cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it took to the form of this, but that foot couldn't do that. So it was like, when you see his videos, he's like that because that foot's arms don't work and shit. Like, World War II is my favorite subject. Because in order to, get, to find one man able to control these people to kill over, like, 9 billion people, a whole race almost wiped out a whole race. Like, imagine that. Yeah. Like a whole race of people, bro. That's fucking disgusting. But how much power and like what did, when did it change for him? Because he was a failure his whole life. It's just that one day it changes. And it's true because I used to work at Starbucks and I was on the verge of getting fired. I couldn't make the drinks. I kept fucking up. Because it's like a two, three, four and then a, a, a three, four, five. Like a pump of this, boom, 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 boom. Bro, the fucking book was like this big and they wouldn't let me take it home. So I could only look, practice on my break. And then they were like, all right, man. If you can't get it in by the rest of this week, like, you know, we're sorry. And I was like, bet. And I would just chief and chief, bro. And then, like, just while well, I was reading that shit. And then one day, like, I worked the mornings, bro. And I was the one off of Panama and Colony. So I had Ridgeview, fucking Golden Valley, and other bunch. Like, I'm lucky we didn't have a drive through bro. Like, I'm talking about, like, I would look down and it'd be 5 30. And when I was finally done, I looked up, it was 8. Just constantly <laughs> fucking shit up, you know? And then it's like, you got the heart bar over here. And then you got the, uh, the Frappuccinos behind you. So you're knocking shit out. Boom, got three over here. Knocking out, turn on. There's three or four over there. Then you come back, finish that. Boom. So when you finish and shit, you finish and start one. And then you do the other one. And then fucking, it's like that. And one day I just got it. It was crazy. I was just in there. And then I was just like, 
Okay, boom, and I'm waiting, and nobody bringing shit back. I was like, okay. And then this one lady, I would always fuck her shit up, bro. It was like a peppermint uh, macchiato and something <laughs> like that. And she's like, you didn't forgot the peppermint. Like, fucking SpongeBob, you forgot the pickles. Yeah. Like, I was, bro, she went, she drank that shit, and she looked at me, and I'm looking at her while I'm making it. And then she drank it, and she, like, like validated me. She goes, boom. And I got my friends, like, okay, boom. That gave me the motivation, bro. So I just kept fucking it up, fucking it up. And then I went, bro, like, I think four hours fucking shit up from 5.30 to about 9. Just back to back by myself. And then the girls were just like looking. They're like, "Oh, you finally got it!" And I was like, "Yeah, bitch. What's up? Who you gonna fire? Who you gonna fire now?" <laughs> and then I ended up working there for a cool while, bro. But a uh, funny story of how ghetto I am, bro. Uh, when I used to work at Tilly's, the store manager got fired, so she went over there to be the store manager at Starbucks. And I never had to apply for Starbucks. Like I didn't apply, put a reg- application or nothing. She was, she was just like, "You have a job. You start Monday. Just work at Tilly's. Quit Sunday and come to work on Monday." Cause I was a good seller at Tilly, so I was an effect there, you know. So she was, she's petty shit. So I did that, bro. Boom. So then I don't even know what my job title is at fucking Starbucks. I think my job title is called like a coffee maker. And it's like my first or second week, bro. And I'm in there blown as fuck, trying to figure this shit out. I'm already irritated because I can't get this. This back when I had long hair, they tried to put my hair in a ponytail. I was already mad over that shit. I was like, oh, this is fucking stupid. And then some dude comes up to me. He's like, so what's up, bro? What's it like to be a barista? All my whole life, bro, I thought this fool called me a bitch in French. I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck you call me? He's like, yeah, what's it like to be a barista? And I was like, oh, so you tough, bro? You gonna tell me what's it like to be a barista? I was like, so what's up with it, bro? Fuck you. Like, what is it you want to do? And he don't understand why I'm tripping. I was like, nah, bitch ass nigga, you want to call me a barista? What's up with it? Let's go outside. And then he's like, no, man, it's not that serious. I just want to know what it's like to be a barista. <laughs> so I feel like he's still talking shit about me, bro. So I'm taking off my apron and shit, and I'm about to square up with him. And my boss comes in. She goes, what the fuck are you doing, man? And I was like, this bitch-ass nigga over here calling me barista. And she's like, what the fuck? And she goes, that's your job. And I was just like, no, it ain't. Nigga, I made coffee. And she goes, yeah, that's what it's called. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you sure? She goes, yeah, you're a barista. And I was just like, I don't know. That don't sound right. Like... <laughs> And then I had to apologize to the dude, and I forgot like a month's worth of free coffee and shit, bro. Damn, good, good move on him. Yeah, you know, but it's just like, I thought, and he was a good size too, bro. So, like, that's why I was like, he was a little bit bigger than me. So, I was like, okay. But, you know, if, when you're not about that life, bro, size don't matter and shit, because he was spooked. He was like, no, man, no. And there's like only one interest in, so I already had him pressed up against the restroom. Like, there was no way to get out. Yeah. And then my boss comes up and she tells me that. And I was just like, well, you could have told me what my job title was. And she goes, you've been here like four weeks already. I was like, well, you think I care about this job? <laughs> you fucking just told me show up on Monday. I expected everything to be done. And then fucking, ah, that was, I let fucking, I let the east side come out, bro. That was ridiculous. <laughs> like, that shit was so stupid. I'm pretty sure everyone else, all the Diaz and all the other people you were I mentioning in the field, it's like, they're getting exploited too but they don't really have a choice because they don't got their papers and all that bro and it was crazy because yeah, they would yeah. they would bring that up because i think the first time he he tried to tell me something he's like hey, tú no tienes papeles? i was like bitch i do what's <laughs> up like you know and then once that happened like that's when like shit started going downhill for me bro because he thought i was just like you know because i'm a young guy why would i be working in that type of situation yeah. you know because mm-hmm. i was just like then I, once that's like once again bro, i sat in my car and i smoked weed on my way home and I was like, fuck, bro, how many of them people get shit talked to them because they don't have their papers and they can't say nothing? Thank you for sharing those stories. I love these stories. These are the, some of the best things shared on the podcast so far. I appreciate it, Whenever bro. you want, man, let us know. We'll, um, we'll come by or you could come by. No, You're we'll do that. Welcome. I want to do a uh, – we could do another one, but I want to do a video vlog. I feel that'll be – Yeah? Yeah. I feel that'll be – we need – like our voices and stuff is cool, but they need to see our expressions, bro. I, 
right now I'm just focusing on growing the podcast. No, like, yeah, this one, I want to record ours though, like my own version of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I, I'm down. I just don't know how to edit and shit, but you know. I'm down. I'm down. I got three videos dropping within the next month or two, and then I'm shooting another video next month. So, yeah, just a lot of music coming up. Just gotta stay in touch with me. Love it. Tomo All right, everyone. Podcast. That's in a Tomo <laughs> podcast. That was a Sign Spanish hour. for Tomo. <laughs> 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 You guys are great, man. Yeah. That was amazing.